This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is Optimal Relationships Daily, episode 1512, How Being the Black Sheep of Your Family Affects Your Mental Health, by Sarah Stanitsai of prospecttherapy.com. Hello, everybody, and welcome back for our Sunday episode here on ORD. I'm your host and narrator, Greg Audino. Glad to have your attention once more this weekend as we look towards a post from Sarah Stanitsai. This is a really unique piece uh, that is so fitting for our audience, I think, as It directly addresses the needs of the black sheep of the family, important family members who haven't had their needs addressed historically. So listen in on this one. I am positive you'll take something from it whether or not you consider yourself a black sheep. We're going to get into it now and optimize your life. How Being the Black Sheep of Your Family Affects Your Mental Health by Sarah Stanitsai of ProspectTherapy.com I'm the only normal person in my dysfunctional family. Why should I be the one to get help? They're the ones who need therapy. Literally, the most common thing I hear from clients. The black sheep of the family is the outcast, seen as different, written off. At best, they're playfully teased. At worst, they're rejected. The more they're ridiculed, the less likely they are to open up and share things about themselves. The less they share, the more of an outcast they become. Why does this happen? Childhood emotional neglect, intentional or accidental, can cause people to shut down from an early age. Children who get the message that their needs are not important often become adults who try to do it all themselves. Think about how your caregivers responded if you expressed a need. What was the response if you expressed sadness, fear, enthusiasm, excitement, pride, disappointment, or anger? How likely are you to express each of those feelings now as an adult? Have you learned to be vulnerable? Or do you put up walls to protect yourself? Are you bashful about showing pride in yourself? There's nothing wrong with wanting to be independent. But when you feel like you have no other choice, it can cause feelings of depression or anxiety to build up. Are you the black sheep of your family? It starts small. You hide seemingly minor things about yourself. Your family doesn't need to hear about, much less meet, the new person you're dating. Plus, they just happen to be from a different culture, definitely not bringing them to Sunday dinner. You haven't mentioned that you aren't going to temple or mosque or church anymore. They would make a huge deal about it, even though it's low-key been years. No, so far the world hasn't ended because I go to brunch instead of praying. They don't need to know that you're looking for a different job, and maybe don't want to stay in the same industry. You're just looking. There's nothing to tell yet anyways. They wouldn't understand. I hear the way they talk about person with a mildly specific trait that they attribute all that person's problems to. No way I'm coming clean. I don't need them. I have my own support network. Believe me, 
If you saw the way they get at family gatherings, you'd understand. Before you know it, you're hiding most of the real you from people who, at one time in your life, you thought knew you best. Now what? Ideally, we should be able to renegotiate our relationships with family as we become adults. This doesn't apply if there are abusive or dangerous factors involved. We're not obligated to negotiate with people who have harmed us. I know very few people who have been able to do this successfully. What tends to happen instead is one of two things. People stay enmeshed and kind of codependent on their family, even while still being treated as an outcast. In other words, they keep taking insults or mistreatment from them, waiting to be treated better. Or, they become increasingly withdrawn from their family, to the point where they start to dread holidays and family gatherings. They might rely on them in case of emergency, but that's about it. Neither of these sounds fun. But don't worry. You can balance things out by trying the following. Rely on your chosen family. Chances are you connect with these people because they know exactly how you feel and probably have gone through something similar. Commiserating with someone who gets it can be incredibly validating, which is important when your family treats you like you're the weirdo. Also, why are you practically disowned for not becoming a doctor, but your cousin is a golden child because they're a corporate executive Monday through Friday, even though they're trash on the weekends? Set some ground rules. It's not all bad. Can you find some safe topics to talk about together? Decide what events are worth attending, like if your non-trash cousins will be there, it'll be fun. Guess what? You don't have to stay the whole time. You can decide how much time you spend together, what behaviors are deal-breakers, and when you're ready to leave. Let people surprise you. If you're tired of the same dynamic playing out, chances are your family feels the same way. Try speaking up about your experience, and you might be surprised. You can always voice your concerns in an assertive, kind way and see if your family's receptive. Just like you expect them to act in a certain way, they're probably expecting you to be the same person you were 5, 10, or 20 years ago. If you take a chance and show how much you've grown, it creates an opportunity for them to step up to the plate. Okay, it might backfire the first few times, but give it some time. If you can learn new skills, so can they. Be yourself. The more authentically, proudly, and openly yourself you can be, the less of an effect other people's opinions will have on you. Part of the dynamic is that you're anticipating what your family will say. Let them say what they want. At least you're busy living your best life. Speaking of which, listen to your cheerleaders. We can all name two or three naysayers who will judge us for a certain choice or behavior. Don't list those names. Instead, List the many more people who will encourage you, support you, and maybe even join you. If a hater gossips in the forest, but there's no one there to hear them, do they even matter? Yes, being the black sheep can be isolating, but it's these experiences that ultimately lead people to be unapologetically themselves. You just listened to the post titled, How Being the Black Sheep of Your Family Affects Your Mental Health by Sarah Stanitsai of prospecttherapy.com. And really a great post from Sarah that I think is going to resonate with so many people out there. And that's because we all might feel traces of being a black sheep. You know, as I was reading this, I found that I related to it quite a bit. Not because I'm a black sheep in my family per se, but because certain emotions of mine weren't nurtured as well as others. You know, between my family and my longtime friends, a lot of individuals who have meant so much to me over the years and do genuinely care for me were a lot less supportive of certain parts of me than they were others. 
likely because they rejected those parts of themselves due to their own conditioning. So, with me, as is the case with many, there is discomfort expressing certain parts of myself with certain people, making me more inclined to hide those pieces accordingly, and feeling like a bit of a black sheep if there are a few people that I've been made to feel are not totally open to them. So, my hope is that we can all take something from this article, whether we can wholly consider ourselves to be a black sheep, or if we just feel undeserving of that label, yet still have a hard time being completely ourselves, because that wasn't allowed either. There's definitely a gradient here. So, think on that, everybody. I'm going to leave you to it. Hoping you enjoyed this one, and don't forget we have our weekly bonus episode today. So, there's an extra piece of content available in your feed now, too. I'll see you there, where your optimal life awaits.